it's Suzanne A. Wells, and welcome to my new podcast. I have a lot of fun and interesting topics planned to help you with your eBay business, so make sure you follow me so you can be notified when new episodes are posted. So in this first episode, I wanted to introduce you to the podcast, explain my vision for the content, and give you my personal backstory and how my eBay business has evolved over the years. I think it's important to know about your host and their experience if you are interested in learning more about a certain topic. My goal for this podcast is to help you become a more successful eBay seller. I designed this podcast for the full-time or part-time at-home seller who loves the thrill of the hunt, the reselling process, and wants to build a business and a life they love. Because eBay is a lifestyle. It's not just a way to make money. And we're all in this together. So whether you are a seasoned seller just getting started, or even thinking about starting eBay, you will find helpful information in my podcasts. Now, if you have been following me for a while, you might remember when I did podcasts on Blog Talk Radio, TalkShoe, and iTunes over the years, kind of here and there, before podcasting is as widely popular and accessible as it is now. So I guess I was a little ahead of the curve there (laughs) because my audience wasn't ready for my podcasts yet. But now everyone who's anyone has a podcast. It's accessible to anybody. So it's time to get on board. As a podcast listener myself, I understand the convenience and portability of podcasts when compared to YouTube videos or, God forbid, actually reading a blog post or an article. Podcasts are a great way to get information just by listening, to keep you company, or even for entertainment. I personally love the convenience of listening to a podcast when I'm driving, working on the computer, exercising, cleaning house, or working on my eBay business. Now, you might be wondering, why did I start this podcast? I have a YouTube channel, but um, I started noticing some things that (laughs) made me think, you know, it's time for a change. Part of the inspiration for developing a podcast for eBay sellers is my own experience lately as a YouTube viewer. One of the most limiting and aggravating things about listening to YouTube videos is when you are on a mobile device, you have to keep YouTube open and you can't do anything else on your phone. But the real problem for me as a YouTube viewer myself are the incessant and disruptive ads, which have gotten completely out of control. 
as a YouTube content creator, you can opt out of the ads, but only a fool would say, no, I don't want to make money. So I understand there's a YouTube monthly fee you can pay so that you don't see any ads, but I personally am not going to do that. I'm not going to pay extra just so I don't have to see ads. I'm going to go find another way to get my information because um, the constant cutaway mid-roll ads where the video is interrupted um, are just completely distracting. And some of those ads are not skippable. So you have to sit through it. And it's pretty maddening as a viewer because your concentration is broken. And then when the video picks back up after the ad, you've completely lost your train of thought and you can't even remember what the person was talking about. So if I am frustrated as a viewer, I am 100% sure that my audience on YouTube is frustrated too. So maybe they're not even watching my videos anymore because the ads are so annoying and disruptive. And I completely understand that. So it is time for something different. Now, don't worry. I am not abandoning my YouTube channel. Learning about eBay is a visual process. And I understand that sellers need to see the photos of items or the specific workflows like in a tutorial. You need to see that to learn it. So that's not going to go away. I'm going to continue to put out YouTube videos where the visual content is essential to learning about the topic, like the $100 supersize sales or my sales updates, those types of videos where you need to see what I'm talking about so you can recognize the item when you are out there treasure hunting. My vision for a podcast is that it's going to enhance the learning process. It will be another layer of teaching, communicating with my audience, and sharing experiences, especially on topics where a visual is not necessary. Another benefit on my end is that creating a podcast is so much more time efficient than creating a video. Again, videos are not going away. I promise you that. I've been on YouTube since 2007 and here and there putting out videos sometimes, but really got consistent in 2017. So that is not going away. I have built that platform, so I'm not just going to abandon it. But I preach time efficiency in everything, so creating content is no different. Podcasts can be created pretty quickly, so that means more episodes more often. Now your next question might be, Suzanne, what will your podcast be about? And this is still in development, but at this point, I plan for a variety of things including fun and entertaining eBay seller stories, frequently asked questions like things I see in my Facebook group or in the YouTube comments that sellers need an answer to, 
important eBay updates, and all the topics that are most important to the at-home seller. I've noticed a lot of YouTube content directed towards eBay sellers is for sellers who want to just be huge, who want to have thousands of items and a warehouse and hire people. And that is not the average person. In my experience, the average eBay seller has a small home business that they love and they just want to learn how to make more money. Also, the content on YouTube has evolved to more like reality TV with shopping hauls, and it's just not real educational, which is what I look for when I want to learn more about how to make money on eBay. And so what I'm looking for is not there, so I decided I'm going to create it. So my end goal for this podcast is for it to be useful, practical, interesting, and something my audience looks forward to because it's going to help them grow in their eBay business. Okay, now for my backstory in case you have never heard why I started selling on eBay and how and why my business has evolved over the years. Again, my name is Suzanne A. Wells, and I have been selling on eBay since 2003. I started selling when I lost my job and went through a divorce at the same time. My kids were ages 6 and 8, And I was basically clawing and scraping to keep the bills paid. We lived in a nice middle-class neighborhood in the suburbs of Atlanta. And my goal was to stay there and not have my children's lives disrupted any more than necessary because of a divorce. So I wanted to stay in that house. They would stay in the same school grow up with their friends, and not have to move. So I was in the process of getting ready to have a garage sale when my next-door neighbor suggested I sell my things on eBay instead because it was ongoing 24-7. You have access to so many more people who could buy your items. You know, when you have a garage sale... Your customers are the people that show up that day. When you sell on eBay, it's 24-7. Your store is always open and you have access pretty much to the entire world. So, huge opportunity there. I didn't even know what eBay was. So, she explained it to me and let me borrow her digital camera to get started because I didn't even have a camera to take pictures. The very first thing I sold was my son's Dale Earnhardt car seat, (laughs) which had been sitting in the basement for about four years. I figured a collector might want it because we had lived in Charlotte, North Carolina for about six years from 1988 to 1994. And I knew all about the NASCAR frenzy, and those NASCAR fans collect everything. 
So I cleaned it up, I took it apart, I washed the cover, you know, I scrubbed the inside, it was plastic and, you know, all the gunk that gets in there when you have a toddler riding around in a car seat. And I put it on auction because that's all that was available at the time were auctions. And it sold for $80. I never would have gotten that much for it at a garage sale. So I was hooked after one item. So I continued to sell things that I didn't want, need, or use, like clothing, both my clothing, my kids' clothing, you know, obviously stuff they had outgrown, kitchen items, because everybody has two or three or more of everything in their kitchen, toys my kids had outgrown, books, craft supplies, linens, VHS tapes. Like I went through my house room by room, closet by closet, and I just put everything we weren't using or didn't need up for sale. So I made $1,500 profit the first month and breathed a sigh of relief when the monthly bills were covered. So I was like, okay, whew, we got through that first month. Let's try to do this again. And I just kept going through my house. And finally, you know, everything was evaluated and put up for sale that we weren't using or didn't need. Now, during this time, I was still looking for a real job, but I really needed part-time because I wanted to be at home for my kids after school. And that was very important to me. Now, I have nothing against working moms and daycare. I tried that with my first child when she was born, and it just was not for me. I wanted to be there with my kids and be the one raising them. And also, you get into the financial considerations of having two kids in after-school care. Is that really even worth the job you're working? You know, your money's gone pretty fast when you've got two of them that need after-school care. So, you know, I was being kind of picky about what kind of job I wanted because I needed to be close to home and something part-time. And that was really before all this work-at-home stuff started. It was in 2003. But just to be clear, I have no judgment. Working moms are great. They juggle a lot, and I admire them. And you have to do what works for you and your family. But the inspiration to make eBay my full-time income came when I was in a Goodwill store looking for an inexpensive suit to wear to a job interview. And I saw so many nice clothes, designer brands, some gently used, and a lot of them new with tags, but they weren't in my size. So I was kind of frustrated. Um, you know how that is. You keep finding things that are really great, but it's not your size. Um, so most of the items were only $3 at this Goodwill store. And I was, you know, really frustrated thinking, oh, you know, nice clothing here, cheap price. I wish I knew someone I could give these to. 
And then the booming voice in my head, it was like this, uh, you know, clear audience experience uh, said, you don't have to, you can sell them on eBay. And it's like this idea just slammed into my head. Now, this was before everybody and their brother was selling on eBay. It was, you know, in its infancy, it was a novel idea. So when I had that thought or heard that voice or whatever, I looked around to see if anybody else heard that. And I thought, great, now I'm hearing voices in the Goodwill store. What is happening to me? (laughs) But it was a pretty brilliant idea and a novel idea at the time. So I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I bought $100 worth of clothing to resell with my almost maxed out credit card and my eBay business was born. And again, I want to emphasize that this was back before eBay was a household word and reselling on eBay was mostly for collectibles and memorabilia. So, you know, I rushed home, I washed everything, um, you know, cleaned it up. I had a steamer. I steamed the clothes with tags um, and I got everything listed and it was amazing. It worked. This idea was working. I was so excited because what a huge opportunity. I live in this city where I have all these thrift stores to get things to sell. I can do this from home around my children's school schedule. I can be there for them and I can make money. And eventually it was more money than I could have made at any job. So I started going to the Goodwill stores, thrift stores, garage sales in the suburbs of Atlanta and quickly realized that I was in the perfect location to make a reselling business work. It was like the perfect storm of factors that made this work for me. And I had already made up my mind that I was going to do this, and failure was not an option. Over the years, I have sold everything imaginable, including clothing, shoes, military surplus, toys, non-perishable groceries, old pennies, and most recently, I sold an autograph book from the 1950s. I found it at Goodwill for $3, and it sold in a couple of days for $1,000 to a collector in England. So this business was a lifesaver for me, and that's one of the reasons I do what I do and share my experiences, because eBay can change lives. I know because it changed mine. But in the early days, I got a lot of criticism because people could not grasp why a college-educated woman with a business degree and a corporate background would want to earn a living selling used junk online. Even my own family was like, why are you doing this? You know, this is such a waste of your skills and your education. And it was like, I didn't even care what they said. Um, I did it because I could, and it was working and it was fun. 
and I was my own boss. But lo and behold, first they criticize you, then they want to copy you. After a couple of years, friends, neighbors, even people at PTA <laughs> noticed that I was making this business work. And so they became very interested. How could they do it too? So people started asking me questions and sending me emails and I would respond with really long answers explaining all the details. And I was just doing it to be nice, to help them along and thought, you know, I enjoy this so much. Why not help out my friends? Then somebody suggested that I start a blog, putting all the information there instead of through email. And I responded with, um, what's a blog? So I figured out how to start a blog and I called it eBay Selling Coach because I was kind of coaching people about how to sell and just thought that my friends and family were reading it. So one day I looked at the analytics and saw that people all over the world were reading it. I was really an early adopter of eBay and people around the world were learning from my experiences. So I was a little freaked out about that. But I kept on with my blog and it was pretty popular and one of the first blogs about eBay selling. In fact, it did get up to 5 million views before blogging kind of got phased out. But a few years after I started my blog, a company approached me to hold eBay coaching sessions for their clients by phone and Skype. This company was all about teaching people how to start their own home business and eBay was one of the businesses they wanted to teach about. So that side hustle was really a full-time job, lasted about four years and I was able to help hundreds of clients learn how to sell on eBay. These were clients all over the world, Australia, London, there was one in Singapore, I mean, it was, I could not believe that I was just teaching people how to sell used stuff online and getting paid for it. But as with anything, it became draining. Saying the same things over and over again for eight hours a day, five days a week. And I just became exhausted with it and thought there must be a better way to scale teaching other people about eBay without having to get on the phone individually with each person. I met a lot of nice people. Many still follow me today. And I really appreciated that job and that work. And I learned a lot because I had to figure out how to help people in different situations. Some were disabled. Some lived in very rural areas. Some were working two jobs to, you know, just make it financially. So it was a great learning experience for me. It just became too draining. 
So that's when I got the idea to start teaching about eBay on YouTube. I could create a lesson one time that thousands of people will see. And at that time, most of the eBay content on YouTube was shopping hauls. That started with the beauty bloggers who would show all the makeup they bought. And then it kind of spilled over into the eBay community and people would just show what they bought when they went out shopping. But there wasn't any follow-up on what actually sold. And that was the key piece for me was, okay, great. Anybody can go to a thrift store and just buy a whole bunch of stuff and make a video about it. But how much is this stuff actually selling for? How long does it take to sell? What was your profit on the item? All of that analytical data that helps you with your business. That piece was missing. I knew from my coaching clients that people really wanted to learn what to sell and how exactly to succeed on eBay. So that's when I developed my PBS style educational YouTube channel rather than having it be like a reality TV entertainment channel. So that's when I came up with, you know, showing what actually sold as people were posting that in my Facebook group. We have a thread called Money Making Mondays that is up to about 500 comments a week. And I would just read through that and pick out some sales and make a video about it because it was really good information and a lot of people didn't have time to read through all those comments and see all the items. So it was, it was kind of a summary of some of the great sales that week. And that started in 2014, and we still do that today, every single week. So there are thousands and thousands of posts about what actually sold. And then I started doing my own sales update videos because I'm just a regular seller like you. I juggle several different businesses and streams of income. eBay is one of them, but it shows what the average person can do with dedicated effort over time. And honestly, that's mostly what's out there in the world is the average person. It's not these mega sellers that have thousands and thousands of items and warehouses and um, you know, that's just not the average person selling on eBay. And from that concept of having a PBS-style educational channel, I created an online school for eBay sellers, which as of March 2021 has almost 400 videos and 109 hours of material with new videos added each week. And this is where my heavy-duty educational courses go, and they're all ad-free. You don't get spammed with buy this, buy that. I don't do affiliate marketing with other companies that have eBay-related products. All that stuff you see on Facebook and YouTube, none of that is in my school. It is completely ad-free. It is just learning how to sell on eBay. Also, in my school, I offer unlimited email support, 
so students can get help with their eBay business anytime they need it. You just email me and I answer you within 24 hours, usually much less. So I said all of that to say that I come from humble beginnings as a struggling single mom who was determined to build a business using the resources around me while being at home and available for my kids. After being downsized out of a job three times in two years, and it was never because of performance or anything like that, it was because I was part-time or the last hired. I just decided nobody was ever going to take a job away from me again, and I took control of my life by becoming an at-home entrepreneur. Now, I understand that being a solo entrepreneur is a tough path, but what's most important to me is my freedom to run my life and my business the way I want to. Nobody can say, no, we're not going to do that. That's not a great idea. I worked in banking for several years right after I graduated from college, and Every time I would have an idea about how to improve something, make something more time efficient, the answer was always no. It was like, no, we don't do it that way. No, we're not going to change that. We've been doing that way forever. We're not going to make any changes. And, you know, it was very clear to me how the branch I was in could be more productive and the systems could be improved. And, you know, I didn't have any influence on the old school ways of doing things. So that's another part of being an entrepreneur that I love is I can try anything I want and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Just move on to the next thing. But obviously as an entrepreneur, there are no guarantees and you have to learn to trust yourself and depend on yourself to make it. And you have to be willing to work some pretty long hours, but I would rather work a 12-hour day for myself than an 8-hour day for somebody else, making them rich. <laughs> you know, I can put my energy and my creativity and my wisdom into my own business that I can grow over time. But I have come at eBay and reselling and teaching eBay from every angle. So I'm a picker. I've been doing that the whole time. That's when you go out and find used items to sell. I have tried wholesale and liquidation. I have tried drop shipping. I have tried retail arbitrage. I had an international grocery business. I shipped groceries all over the world. I have sold on Amazon and Etsy. Don't sell there now. I'm 100% eBay. I have hired help, in-home helpers to do all kinds of things, including taking photos of items, shipping items, um, doing all sorts of tasks to help me with my business. I have had up to 12 people working for me at one time. And that was not for me because most of that was managing people, not even doing the business. And it seemed like as soon as I got someone trained, they would disappear, they would move, 
they would get pregnant and not want to do the job anymore because they got a new baby coming. They would just drop off the face of the earth with no communication, or they decided to go start their own eBay business. So um, I like being a solo entrepreneur because I can depend on myself. I know I'm going to be there for me, and that's just what works for me. I have also done eBay coaching and teaching through videos, eBooks, and an online school, and social media. So I've tried a lot of things with this business, but I have settled on a manageable inventory of about 400 items, being a picker, specializing in used and vintage items, because that's what I love and find most interesting. Because if something is not interesting, I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to be excited about getting up and doing it every day. So I'm constantly trying new things, but I seem to gravitate back towards the vintage item just because they're more fun to research and they're just more interesting to sell. So after almost two decades of reselling, I have found the sweet spot and love what I do every day. I'll be sharing more details and stories about my eBay journey in future episodes because <laughs> I got some stories and I think you guys will enjoy hearing them. I think it's important for listeners to know about their host and their background and the experience they have to draw on. So I have a depth of experience spanning almost 20 years and the wisdom I have gained during my journey can help other people on the fast track to success. And most of all, it can help people avoid making the same mistakes I did. I wish I had a person like me when I got started. And that's another reason I do this because there was nobody to tell you, don't do this, don't do that. Your account could be suspended for this. Um, you just, it just happened and you had to deal with it. So I like to look out for other people and help them along in their journey. So welcome to the podcast. You can find me on Facebook. My business page is Suzanne A. Wells. I'm also on YouTube as Suzanne A. Wells. And my website is SuzanneAWells.com. Thank you for listening. And to all the eBay sellers out there, happy selling.